You're listening to Startup Nation Radio on News Talk 760 WJR. Here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. We're rolling through a Startup Nation show featuring local entrepreneurs living the dream, living their dream, doing what they love and uh, doing it as a business. We've got a couple of guys who are living the dream, that's for sure. We've got Corey Gerhardt and Greg Marquardt, co-founders of HydroCinch from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hey, welcome to the show, guys. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much, Jeff. Good to have you guys. And, and you guys really are living the dream. I mean, you... Uh, you had a dream for a business. We're going to ask you to tell us about it in a second, and you pursued it. That's the always the difference maker right there. Everyone's got an idea, right? You guys went after it, and you're living the good life now, doing what you love. Tell us about the you know the early genesis of all this, well, <laughs> and tell us what it is. Tell us what you guys are doing. Well, first off, uh, we're a uh, kiteboard design and accessory company, but our focus right now is on the harness, uh, yeah. which wraps first, around. First the, of all, you don't hear that every day, do you? No, now, you don't run into guys at launch who are in the kite kiteboard uh, accessory harness business. So this is we have the, fun toys, fun toys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Yeah. And, and I love where the idea came from. We're going to get to that in a second. But tell us about the product. So uh, the harness wraps around the user and basically controls the power from the kite that's up in the sky. Um, we've both been kiteboarding now for about eight or nine years, but uh, back, geez, I think it was in 2016, uh, we kind of came off the water one day and said, you know, this harness is just not comfortable. It's riding up. The bar was pivoting up. Um, it gets into your ribs and it's just not comfortable. And it really, truthfully, what it does is just, it takes time away from being on the water. So yeah, it's, st- it's not fun. If you're uncomfortable, you don't like doing something. Wait, I got to just back up one second. Let's talk about kiteboarding and make sure everyone understands because, you know, it's not the kind of thing you hear about every day. Kiteboarding, that's the, the like the surfboard thing you're on, right? You're on the board and you got the, you got it. Tell us about it. You got the big kite up there pulling you. Usually huge, crazy. Yep. A huge kite pulling you. You're attached to it uh, directly via your harness, which is what we build, and uh, you have a board, much like a wakeboard, and uh, the wind propels you across the water. It's typical. Maybe you go out to Lake Michigan, you see kiteboarders out there 20, 30 feet in the air, pulling off jumps, doing it's spins. It's unbelievable, and, really, it, yeah, to watch. It's, I've it's, seen it's it. a rush. It's an adrenaline it's a rush. Yeah, absolutely yeah. adrenaline rush. It's going to be a rush for you guys. I don't know about for me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. my God, because you do, you see guys, you know, hitting, hitting air at 10, 20 feet in the air, like you said, and you, you, you know, you, the speed too. I mean, you hit some incredible speed doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. You can go pretty, you can go pretty fast. I mean, the big thing in the market right now is a lot of these big air competitions, uh, especially with the Red Bull King of the Air. They yeah. just got done doing uh, the big air in Hawaii, the cold air in Hawaii. Uh, I mean, there's guys now throwing 30 meter, hundred foot right. in the air, you know, 15 second hang times right uh, over the water so it is pretty incredible i know and then you know most of the market though is you know out on the water just having a good day on a sunday afternoon cruising back and forth maybe some small jumps but nothing yeah. to that level right right but anything that kills a good uh, something you know kills a good buzz is if you're uncomfortable and so you got these straps you around it. you that are you know not made really with a lot of thought they're just kind of there to be functional but it's uncomfortable so you guys then first tell me that when you came up with the idea you were where? We were, we were on Long Bay Beach in Providentialis in the Turks and Caicos on a kite vacation. Man, so we it's were, got a ring to it. Yeah. So we came back and said, you know what? We got to start thinking about how we can do this better. And at the time, I, I still had a, a snowboard store. So we started pulling parts from actual snowboards uh, and started tinkering with building prototypes. Uh, that went on for probably about two years until in 2018, back on the exact same beach, uh, we left one of the prototypes on the beach, not thinking, and a big group of kiteboarders came by, looked down at it, saw that it had a ratchet system on the side mm. with rigid straps, and we're like, oh my gosh, somebody's making a harness like this. Greg and I looked at each other. We got home from vacation, and two days later, hired our first lawyer and 
started filing our first uh, patent. Yeah, exactly. You, that was the validation that you needed, right? I mean, you that thought exactly. it was a good idea, but there, those guys came along and said, well, this, this is something I'm looking for. It's I'll, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we had learned something. We knew it worked, and uh, we were just happy with our own invention. This works for us. Right. You know, and then, uh, yeah, when you got the validation, it's uh, that's where the idea, it's bigger than us, right? Yeah. Definitely an aha moment for us, that was for an sure. An aha moment. So, so yep. let's, let's break that down because I think it's really important. You know, everyone from time to time throughout life comes up with an idea or an epiphany or an awareness through whatever your own life experience. And that happened to you guys. The difference is, as I said, you guys, t- you know, did something with it. Now, I think getting that validation, you know, w- would you have gone down the path of actually pursuing a business out of it had you not gotten the validation? And I'm highlighting that because getting that affirmation by those guys or whoever it was that came along and said, hey, that's that's cool. I'd love one of those. I'd buy one of those. That moment really propels people and propels ideas moving from just an idea to really making a business out of it. I, I think there's a, in my opinion, there's a couple things there. That, I would absolutely agree with that. That propelled us. But I think having the right business partner, right? So Corey's a doer. I feel like I'm a doer. Um, combining our talents together and, and pushing each other. I mean, I think that just made it easier um, on top of that validation. Okay, so, so that's I cool. think it was important that uh, you know our chemistry together as business partners that uh, to make it happen. That was that was part of the mix, a special mix. Let's put it that way. So you guys were in at that point. You're like, you know, yeah. as you said, two days later, you raced home, and you're like, we're doing this. What is the doing of doing this two days after someone gives you that validation? You've had the idea. What do you do to get a product like this off the ground and into market? What are some of the first steps you take? Well, the first thing we we needed was IP protection. So the first thing we did was go out and we found our first, uh, you know, patent attorney, um, filed all the paperwork, you know, started investigating claims and everything else to find out really whether or not we had something patentable or not. Um, that took, you know, probably about a, a month, about six weeks to do all the investigative side of it. Um, we determined at that point that we should move forward and we were ready to go. Um, we filed the patent in uh, May of 18, and then from there we said, okay, now we need market validation. So we quickly um, started contacting the big manufacturers to take a look at our prototypes and see whether or not they felt that this had some market credibility. We made some trips out to Hood River, um, some to North Carolina, and started talking to all the all the boys. And uh, lucky for us, we had pretty quick validation from two of those companies also, right. one that wanted to co-manufacture with us. And another, we had a license deal kind of orally, at least right off the bat. So at that wow. point, wow. yeah, then we came back and said, okay, now we know we're onto something. So right. we did not move forward with those two offers um, and started pursuing even further, enhancing the prototypes, uh, really making uh, the product uh, more ready for consumer launch. Yeah. Product testing. Yeah, and a lot of testing. Right. A lot of testing. So yeah. you were at that point. You were you were producing actual versions of the of the product. You were you were you were making prototypes. We were and testing yeah. them, optimizing the product. Yeah. Um, and 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 then at some point you have to make a decision. You turn these other guys down. The one wanted to do like a joint venture or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Another guy wanted to license the technology. Right. And 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 so at some point you got to go to market. You got to you got to make some money at it. Right. You got to make some sales. What was your path? going from product to actually being, having something in the market from which as a business, you guys were making some money. Well, <laughs> well, and when I say making money, let me be clear on this. Cause yeah. I see you, you know, listen, uh, we get that reaction a lot because you know, it, it's, it's a hell of a path to making money in small business when you're starting it. We all get that. I'm not talking about when it was profitable or anything like that, but you guys have had some revenue, right? Correct. 
We have, but not through product sales at this point. Uh, four months ago, we did sign our first international license agreement with a large manufacturer. We are not actually building products personally. Yeah. Um, our business model right now is to license that product to all the manufacturers. Um, although we have had requests from individuals to basically one off and build, you know, personal yeah. uh, units for individuals. Um, but that's, that's where we are right now. So our revenue stream has just started, but it comes from that licensing. It comes from the licensing and that's great. Exactly. That's, that, that's okay. No excuse to be made there. That's yeah. business, that's revenue. And in fact, it's a low cost, easy market entry uh, opportunity for people like you that may not want to get into manufacturing and have to assume the liability and all the other issues associated with production, shipping, distribution, fulfillment, you know, all the things that go into making marketing. Um, instead, you license it to a company who has that capability, maybe has a product line that, you know, right? And they, they just do. send it down the pipeline. They pay you a, a royalty, right, on unit sales. But there's so much that happens between um, creating that product and talking to companies. I mean, even the process of getting that patent, there was so much that needed to happen. Talking to lawyers, um, still, you don't have anything to sell until you get the patent. You can sell a patent, That's right. patent pending, right. which is right. like a dream in right. that uh, right. that whole roller coaster of getting that patent and, and having people believe in two guys from the mid Midwest who were not in the business, right? We're not part of that group. That was a difficult struggle. But the minute you we received that patent back in October, things Every, everything to, changes. Everything yeah. changes. Yeah, the credibility factor, exactly. the way they perceive you, the value of the whole thing. Listen, we're gonna get into more of how you and and where you took this business opportunity. And the kind of, you know, the kind of what, what the, the life that you lead, leading a business like this, you guys are doing it part-time as opposed to full-time. We want to hear about how you put all that together, how it's working for you, and where it's all going. All right? Great. Right after this break on Startup Nation Radio, we'll be back. All right, welcome back. Startup Nation Radio. A couple of cool cats in the studio with us today. You guys are uh, living the good life, living your dream, pursuing a product area and opportunity that you guys are passionate about, that you guys love. Oh, every day. Every day. So tell me, uh, what is it like? You guys hold full-time jobs right now. I do. You've started do. this business. I do not. <laughs> oh, you do not. You do not. But you're not doing the business full-time, are you? No. Corey? Well, well, no. Um, I, I retired from club management five years ago. Okay. Um, but I also uh, own Comus Consulting, and we actually are a design and architectural firm out yeah. of Ann Arbor. Too, okay, so. so you own a full time. I mean, you you know you've got you got things you're doing. That's for sure. You're busy. You got a full life. Yep, I have no doubt. Yep. And here you are pursuing this business. How is it the life of uh, an entrepreneur doing this project, a passion project like this? You guys happy with where you are and what you're accomplishing? It is not work. Um, again, like you said, it, it's passion. Um, every night we talk about it. We probably talk every day, and uh, it's all about what's the next step. Um, how we can go kiting on Sunday oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and doing more testing. It's, it's not a job. It is just, um, it's development and it's fun. You know, there's a sense of pride too that comes. I mean, look, you guys, the unlikely circumstances that had to come together that could put you in the position you're in right now with a novel product idea, you know, identifying the opportunity in the market, coming up with the idea pursuing the idea, making the prototypes. They work. There's a better mousetrap out there. You've not, you get the patent on it, and now you get a license. I mean, what are the odds that someone can pull that off? It's low. It's very low. You, oh. you, what did we, we, we estimated 1%, I think, oh, just even just yeah. from yeah. Googling. But you, you hit it exactly on the spot. It, it's self-satisfying. Oh, my God. Um, it really is. And every, ever since we started kiting, which is 10, 12, I'd say about 10 years ago, you were saying there, Corey, yeah. um, we have determined it has completely changed the course of our lives up to this point and getting to exactly what you just said, Jeff. It's, uh, um, 
it seems like one in a hundred for sure. Uh, maybe, maybe less. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. We ride that roller coaster every single day. You know, things are going great, then all of a sudden down the hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then back up, uh, then down, then back up. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we get to, you know, if the wind is up, we get to ride. Uh, we really enjoy the people that are in the business, uh, and we get to, you know, converse and be with them uh, quite often. Um, a lot of really nice people in this business, although it is pretty small and pretty pretty close-knit, but... That's okay, but let's talk about the vision then. I mean, right now it's still small. You're still, mm-hmm. you're just now getting into market through the license uh, arrangement that you have with the manufacturer. What's the vision for this? I mean, is this going to ultimately become a quote unquote big business one day, or are you guys kind of this more of a lifestyle business for you? I, I, my opinion is right now, at least for me, it's somewhat lifestyle. Although, I mean, the the kite market is still relatively small. There's about 1.5 million riders in the world. Um, at any given time in any year, there's probably 250,000 active consumers looking to buy equipment. Um, Of that 250,000, there's probably 50 or 60 looking to buy a harness. Our hope is to have 60, 70% of market share utilizing our technology. At that point, it would become maybe a little more than a lifestyle change for us. Uh, But that's our our hopes, and that's what we're trying to aspire to right now. I would try to sway Corey being in the design business that this is just a catapult. We've got a few other ideas in, yeah, in the hopper. I was going to ask about other ideas. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few in the hopper yeah. um, that we're keeping close to our chest. And I think uh, I think I could con- convince you to <laughs> go along for another ride like this. Are, right? the, are these product line, uh, do these fit the product line of with the, the same area of, of, of Endeavor? Or is it these completely just other ideas that are unrelated to... To this product. They're within the realm the of kiteboarding. They're within yeah. the realm of uh, wind sports. Yeah. Um, okay. Again, Corey said it's a niche market. And yeah. that's something when we got, we started going down this road and I was looking at equipment and just coming from design studios, uh, my regular job, you looked at like, this isn't developed. This can be better. Um, it can be designed better. It can be engineered better. And it just seemed like the, the manufacturers might, they can take a step up and, and they weren't doing that. And I felt that that's where we kind of fit in. You know, we come in and, and um, provide a better product for the for the yeah. customer, yeah. You know, the end customer. Well, you'll become known, you know, through PR or through whatever marketing you guys do about the product you've introduced into the market. It seems like people are going to get a lot of satisfaction. You're going to get a lot of, you know, positive reaction to that first product introduction you guys have, have now executed through your license agreement. Is there an opportunity to build a brand, you know, on a product line or product lines associated with this area of passion and sport based on the initial success of, hey, we're the guys that introduced that product and now we're now we're the guys doing X, Y, and Z that just kind of feathers right in, follows right along. So, am I, Greg? Is that working for? I mean, I'm working exa- on Corey here, but you're yeah. working on Corey. That's exactly yeah. where where I think Corey. And I'm I'm going to speak for Corey, but I would say that's where exactly where we want to go. I mean, we we've trademarked our name. Um, yeah. We want to be known as the the harness guys, right? Um, yeah. And they changed the industry, and that's kind of what we think where our patent and our IP has done to this industry has changed it, and that is very self satisfying. Yeah, as we saturate market too, and and more companies come on board, hopefully, I, I think that's going to provide more validity to the company as a whole and give us an an avenue to launch some of our other product ideas. So that's why we've kind of been holding back on those and really concentrating on what yeah. we consider at least our core product sure. right now. You got to do the first one well. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and with this uh, licensing agreement, we are we just started uh, basically almost direct IP development with a new product line for this company also. Yeah. Um, so you'll pretty much see 
exact we're hoping exactly what we've produced to this point put onto their new their new product line so it'll be it'll be in their product line will be branded as a product of theirs or will you have your brand on that product um it i mean on the hang tags or on the manufacturing tags uh right now it says powered by hydrocinch technology by, yeah cool uh obviously down the down the road if they're using any direct patented it, it's under the patent number um but they're, you know, with the other products coming down the road, it would be the same thing. We're looking, like Greg said, we did trademark our name, so we're hoping that that becomes household yep. Um, yep. for whatever we decide to do down the road. Um, but we're looking forward. We're really excited about this uh, this new venture and 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 building basically a new harness. It will be under the uh, the brand's name, though. So. Yeah. So when you guys, just in a minute or so we got left, I'm just curious. When you go to work for this business every day, what does that mean? Do you go, is there, a, is there, do you guys work out of your homes? Do you, uh, what, what is a day in the life of making this business go look like? Boy, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I'll let you start. Uh, every morning I, I, I pretty much go in and I, I just double check on patent tracking to see where we are <laughs> on, on certain aspects of some of the patents that we still have pending. Uh, we'll probably be, uh, Answering a couple emails, uh, we'll look at the analytics on our website to see what uh, traffic patterns we're seeing um, from what regions in the world we got them coming in from. Um, other than that, we're talking about you know where the wind wind may be good in the next couple of days and <laughs> right. where we're going to go yeah. kite. So. I mean, you got to do product <laughs> quality testing, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Corey, Corey's great on that business side, shooting those emails. But uh, right now, we're working with uh, who we signed with. Um, myself, you may catch me down in my workshop trying to. Um, make adjustments on some of the things we, we, we've uh, put together um, or back behind a computer sketching, right? So what's the next thing? And that's something we keep talking. I think you and I, you do a lot of product research um, and, and we talk about that a lot. Uh, I would say almost daily about what's next and what could be better. So you'll see that a lot, or that would be a big part of our yeah. conversations, I would yeah. think. Yeah. That and enhancing our social media presence. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to get some market traction along with this new agreement uh, to other manufacturers. So we're, we're constantly doing that almost every single day. Yeah. What's the next move? Yeah. Networking. Same thing. Yeah. You know. Well, I love it, guys. You know, you guys walked into the studio with a smile. It's clear you love what you're doing and uh, it's exciting. We're, we're, uh, we're thrilled for you and we're, we're appreciative that you came on and shared the story. You know, in our audience out there, there are people listening right now saying, man, those guys did it. I, you know, I should really do something with my idea. And that's the whole idea behind this radio show. Absolutely. Get a little inspiration, a little storytelling, backstory, and some how-to along the way as well. And you guys are doing it. Other people can too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Join us on the water. We'll yeah. show you how. Join us <laughs> yep. on the water. There you go. For a little party. Only in Turks and Caicos, though, right? Well, yeah. If you want no. to, hey. Yeah. <laughs> you guys throwing the party? Best, yeah. To me, the We're best there. place in the world. <laughs> Startup Nation on the beach. Yep. So, there we go. All I right, like guys. the sound of that. I do, too, actually. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, that's great. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thanks, Jeff. a pleasure. Wishing you great success. And uh, yeah, we'll check on you guys from time to time. If you nail a big deal, come see us. We want to hear the rest of the story. Well, then Always. that's when we'll do okay. that radio show okay. on the and beach of Turks and Caicos. Right. Right on. And uh, on your tab. On our tab. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the big deal comes out. Okay. All right, guys. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Continue great success. Great. All right. Thanks, right sir. on. Back next week again with another Startup Nation radio show. Join us. And between now and then, you get out there now and make your dreams come true and start it up. The preceding program was furnished by Startup Nation Media Group.